tonight on Whiskey Waffle. They are pretty hot, those hands. They are I'd say hot. they're your, your most attractive quality. Waffle me good. Waffle me real good. Yeah, uh, yeah, yes. Yes? I think so. That's this episode on Whiskey Waffle, the podcast. I mean, cast. Yo, Nick. Yo, Ted. What's up? Not much, dog. <laughs> are, you, cool. are, you, are you ready to drink some whiskey? <laughs> this is getting worse and worse. Um, let's uh, let's move on from this this failed attempt at an intro. Yes. Well, um, I have I have news for um, our regular listeners. Our regular listeners. Yes. All, all three of them. Yes. Yeah. So regular listeners may recall that I had a slight uh, drinking accident at some point. Yeah. I was yes. I was basically uh, pushed over by the guys from um, Ironhouse Distillery. Um, very rudely. Yeah, yeah, It was definitely their fault and not mine at all. Um, not literally pushed over, but uh, we'll say spiritually pushed over. Yeah. Mm. Um, anyway, I have started walking again. Hey! Yay. Congratulations, without, Ted. Without the aid of boot or crutch. <laughs> baby steps, Ted. Baby yeah, steps. It is a little bit. But mm. that, that's good. I feel very pleased about that. Yep. And now now I can get back to... Um, what? Getting legless. Yeah, getting legless again. <laughs> I'm going to try not to have a repeat of that. Mm. It's, it's not worth it. But anyway, there yeah, you go. But anyway, welcome to welcome to episode number seventeen of the Whiskey Waffle Podcast, um, which is now officially one of the greatest whiskey podcasts in the world. Yay! Yeah, I'm. I uh, again, I don't know who, by whose metric. Um, by the well, same, we, we do know who by whose metric. We we actually do know by whose metric. We don't know what metric it is. Yes, but it, um, it's probably fairly esoteric. But mm, but we are apparently the eighth best whiskey podcast on the planet, which. Um, you know, I like to th- I like to think we might actually be slightly higher than eighth, but maybe our, our listeners can let yes. us know. What do you pushes think? Push us up, pushes up. Yeah, um, we we probably won't catch Mister Gillespie anytime soon, but I th- I feel where there's a there's a fair bit of space so behind him to this to this metric move into. comes to you favor of Feedspot. Feedspot. Now a nice a nice young man called Anuj. We think that's how his name is. I'm going uh, with pronounced. Anuj. 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 Yeah. Anuj gave us a nudge to mention this, so um, we yes. probably should. Yes, he said. Would you like to be on our list? And we said, yes, please. And yep. now we have discovered that we are world class. Indeed, indeed. And I hope, and hope to rise up through the Feedspot rankings um, if they ever update them. But <laughs> you can check out these ratings in the future um, at feedspot.something.com. I, I will look that up now. <laughs> um, yeah, let's go with feedspot.com. And um, yeah, we might even put a link in our description um, because, you know, it's nice to be recognised amongst our peers. Ah, I can't find the link. <laughs> I've, got, I've got the email up here. Gosh, my man is panicking. Ted, it's all right. You can, Although, you can search for Feedspot in Google and you will on, find on it. This, on this, I, I'm just looking at this email from Feedspot that's come in two days ago. Mm. And what do I spy on it? What do you spy? I spy episode 12, Tasmanian Whiskey Disneyland, oh. which was created by who? It was created by that wonderful Whiskey Cast podcast, wasn't it? Not- no, no, wait. It was us. It's us. It's Whiskey Waffle. Whiskey Waffle, the so, podcast. Yeah, if you get on uh, the feed spot emailing chain, you will find our um, blogs and uh, podcasts popping up. Mm, all very exciting. It sounds like we're being sponsored for this. I really wish we were being sponsored. I could say today's episode brought to you by Feedspot, but yeah. yeah, sadly not. We're still looking for sponsors. So we're not that cool. Are you a sponsor? If so, please get... No, it's okay. Um, let's, uh, let's kick it on to our next segment. Hey, Ted? Let's do it. Yeah. The Waffle. So, Nick. Yes. There's a movie that I watched recently for the first time. 
Did you actually? Yes, I did. Oh, there we go. This is yeah. appropriate. It came out, what, 2016? Yeah. Well, it's not a bad effort, though. Yeah, it's got the guy with the slightly funny name who was in Baby Driver. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, all I can think of is Augustus Waters now, which is his character name. Yeah, and the the chick that was uh, from... Um, from Divergent. Yeah. See, I'm yeah. really good at um, acting. Shailene Woolley. Shailene Woolley. And, and it's, oh, it's, a, it's a funny name. Yeah, gosh. I wonder, there's probably quite a large crossover of moviegoers and uh, whiskey Look, drinkers, isn't there, listening you, to our podcast? You, you, keep, you keep talking. Or you get on IMDb. I'm going to jump on the, the repository for all <laughs> these things. There's a reason we're starting out with an obscure movie references, because you might have heard in our Ooh, last episode, the one before, we've started adding um, five-star ratings to our whiskey reviews, which is actually... Ah. Something... Here we go. What is here it? Here we go. Ansel Elgort. An- An- oh, I always thought he was a brand of condom. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. <laughs> anyway, so that fella... Um, yeah, we're in a movie together called The Fault in Our Stars. So we, um, we've we've decided to start adding our five-star ratings to our whiskey reviews on the podcast because we've always done it on whiskeywaffle.com, our blog. You might have heard of it. It's Tasmania's number one whiskey blog. We're a little bit proud of, of mm. what we've achieved there. And yeah, we, we've always done five-star ratings. And unlike podcast reviews, which we really love you to give us a five-star one, we yes. actually think that five stars is quite a high rating and uh, we just don't dish it out willy-nilly. Yeah, so we, we go between one and five. Yeah, which most five-star ratings do, to be yes. fair. But we tend to sort of, if you look at our site, we've got a page that has all our reviews mm-hmm. um, and shows, shows them by what we've given them as stars. The bulk, the vast bulk of what we've got is a three. Yeah, because three is... More than acceptable. It's a pass mark. Three, three is actually quite a broad segment. Oh, it is, though. There's a three, low three and a high three. Yeah, and we three just goes from just, just over the line from being, okay, I wouldn't drink it again. Um, but now it's into sort of like, no, oh, that was okay. Up to, that's actually a pretty solid whiskey, but it yeah. just doesn't have a little bit extra to it. That um, If this was the Australian curriculum, it would be a C. Yes, exactly. Mm. It we, we operate on a bell it, curve. It's a pass mark and... A large, large percentage of the whiskies do fall into that range. Luckily, we have very few ones. Yeah, one is... I, I was probably going to argue with one of the things you said before about not drinking again. I think that two-star whiskies do have something to offer to drink again, whereas one star, once is enough. Yes, once is absolutely enough. Two stars, you might go Twice for a second. Twice is enough, yeah. yeah <laughs> second crack. But a, yeah. a, a two-star is, two is kind of a whiskey that's a bit shit, but it's not like... God awful. Yeah, I'm going to go with a two-star whiskey could also be fine, but disappointing. Yeah, and I was just about to say that, that we've had some whiskeys that... Two-star whiskey, I'm not angry, I'm just disappointed. Going yeah, we've had curriculum. some that we've... On on the uh, sort of... On the merits of what you think it should be, it's like, mm. oh, this should be quite a good whiskey. And it's like, oh, that was actually... Yeah, a bit of a letdown. Anticlimactic whiskey. So then moving, moving up the other direction, mm. sort of ticking over the line from three into a four, that... Well, Makes, four is good, isn't it? Yeah, four is four, four is, is a, four is a great whiskey. Yeah, and we have reviewed. Well, I wouldn't say quite a lot, but there has been a a you know thirty forty four star whiskeys that we've reviewed on the site, and plenty more that we've tasted in real life. Yeah, it's it's a really solid whiskey that yeah. we like for various reasons, but sometimes emotional reasons, but mainly just because of the taste. Yeah, I th- I think for the fours, mm. the emotional does come into it a bit, but yep. it's less of that and more of like if you see a four on our site. That's a really solid whiskey. Yeah, so in terms of whiskies we like drinking, most of them are pretty much either a three or a four, which really narrows it down now, come to think of it. Yeah. Now, five has Ooh, a bit five. extra to it. Yeah. So five has what we like to call in the industry X Factor. Oh, yeah. It's got a bit of, bit of something else. A five for us 
is a great whiskey in and of itself, but it also has to have some other quality to it, which isn't necessarily related to taste Mm. or um, smell or um, anything like that. Yeah, and you might think that this makes it really unfair for just a delicious tasting whiskey, but I feel whiskey drinking is quite an emotional process anyway. Mm. Fives are whiskeys that we have some... In, yeah, indefinable connection to that sort of we yeah elevates think, it above and beyond for us. I think it's really it's a whiskey that is ticks all the boxes. It's amazing to drink, and it has got some sort of story with it. Because to be fair, the story of a whiskey is one of the main selling points. Like every distillery is trying to come up with its own unique or even indeed very unique ah. selling point. <laughs> um, um, so I'm just gonna. Read out. You're going to have a peruse. So on whiskeywaffle.com, Tasmania's number one whiskey... No, I'm going to stop that now. On whiskeywaffle.com, we have a page which is all our reviews um, simply ranked um, by their rating. So five stars at the top, then four, all the way down to one. And within that, it's alphabetical order because who can be bothered trying to differentiate between all those three stars? So... Changes on a daily basis anyway. We have... And I'm I'm not going to bother reading the fours and the threes and no, but you I'm, can I'm, might I'm, give me an example. I might I might well okay a, an example of a three star. Let's mm. let's just have a look for for something that's in there. A three star. What's a good one? A Glenlivet twelve year old is a three star. Yeah, the the old Glenlivet twelve. Yeah, that's the old one. Yeah, the the um select what is it the. What, the Founders Reserve? Founders Reserve. I've put it out of my mind. I'm so... Yeah. The Founders Reserve is a solid two stars. Mm, yeah. Certainly nothing nothing more than that. Um, well, there's lots and lots of ones in lots. there. What's an uh, example of a four star? An example of a four star is, say, a Glenfiddich 18. Yep. Yep. Great whiskey. Great whiskey. Mm. Yep. Then, right, so... Now we reach the top. We reach the top. You're going to start in, with that freaking Cadenheads thing that you... <laughs> in, the, in the top, we have... Four whiskies. That's only all. four. Only four. Out which of like is surprising, 100, over hundred reviews. Yeah, we should mm. probably maybe elevate some more. I think maybe maybe they've earned it. <laughs> so our top ones going alphabetically yeah. are the Heartwood Convict Resurrection. Oh, well, we've, we've had a number we've, of Heartwoods. We've but. reviewed that on the podcast. Yes, mm. it's a great episode whiskey. four, if I'm correct. Yeah. It's um called Holy Heartwoods, Batman. Yeah, definitely go back and listen to that one if you haven't already. Um, we have our perennial favourite, mm. the Like of All in 16, which we just have a personal connection also to Also reviewed well. on the podcast, episode yeah. one, I do believe. Yeah, we have a personal connection to that one. So mm. um, that was an eye-opener for us very early in our Formative careers. Formative days, yeah. Uh, we have the Lark Portwood Distillers Selection. <laughs> well, speaking of formative days, this yeah. is the, the whiskey that made us fall in love with whiskey. Yeah. Especially Tasmanian whiskey. And then I may have uh, popped one up there, which was the William Cadenhead Single Speyside Malt Scotch Whiskey Aged 40 Years. Yeah. It was a Glen Farkless, wasn't it? Yeah. Your old independent. Yeah, independent bottle of Glen Farkless. It was just, it was... Phenomenal. But. Yeah, well, let's put out a shout-out to John Beach. So John Beach um, and family own um, Fiddler's Whiskey Bar in Drumna Drockett, Drumna Drockett. Um, which is on the shores of Loch Ness in Scotland, um, one of the best whiskey bars in my experience that I've been to, um, just in terms of the, the friendly welcome that you get there. And, um, Ted, when you were there, did you meet... Um, I met his wife. Yep. I Let's can't remember what her name is. Assume, assume that that was his wife. Not yes. He he wasn't there. He was no. elsewhere that day. And she she gave you a nice taste of the yes of the William Cadenhead's forty year old yeah. Glen Farkless insert really long name there, which did turn out to be a five star whiskey. Well, Ted, you know what? What he gave me Port Ellen. I know. <laughs> did you review it? 
No. <laughs> <laughs> so then it, I just, it doesn't count if you don't yeah. review it, does it? No. It's not official if it's not a whiskey waffle. Well, yeah. I don't know. I like to think that, yeah, there's a time for reviews and there's mm. a time for just drinking the stuff. Yeah, I need to go find myself some Portellan. It's So, right, now now that we've talked about some stuff that's really good, I'm just going to read you a quick cautionary tale. Let's finish at the bottom. About things that you shouldn't drink. Yep, one stars. Okay, one stars. Here are whiskeys that you should not drink. Mm. Or maybe once and then throw them away. Yep. <laughs> Caddo's blended Scotch whiskey. Yeah, the Caddo's. This is very bottom shelf. I was expecting it. Well, I was hoping it would be the worst whiskey I'd ever tasted, and unfortunately, it was not the worst. <laughs> it was only in the top three or four. Yeah, um, <laughs> bottom three or four. Collingwood toasted maple wood stave finish. Oh, that's a horrible whiskey. This yeah. is when yeah they decide to finish stuff in not oak. They use maple wood instead. Blech. Oh. Okay, the next one's one that I really, really, really wanted to like. It's back and on it's- the flaky. Almost undrinkable. It's the Flurky Young Malt Sheep Dung Smoked Reserve, which, interestingly, is one of our most searched for it is. Um, articles of all time. Yeah, you're a top of Google, Ted. Yeah. You are the number one Flurky reviewer in the world. So, Flurky, he should not be paying for any more bottles. Send him review copies. They've got a new one out, and I can't get it in Australia. And Flurky, I really want, yeah. he needs a review copy. He is the number one Flurky reviewer in the world. Yeah, anyway, that was a awful thing that just I'm so disappointed with. Ah, now I'm beginning to understand why they haven't seen you any more sample yeah, bottles. Um Glenn Murray portcast finish. Oh Glenn Murray, See, I that, love you so much. Glenn Murray's Glenn Murray portcast finish is one that could almost be a two star. No it, just, it couldn't. It was so bad. It was so bad, but it's also got that sort of edge of disappointment to it as well. Oh I just no I mean yeah there are some two star Glenn Murray's definitely. Um, a, a perennial. So the next one's a perennial favourite by Bogans. The, uh, yes, we're in the- Jack Jack Daniel's old number seven uh, yep. Tennessee whiskey. Yeah, closely followed. Closely followed by the Jim Beam Kentucky Straight Bourbon. Yep. And then hot on their heels <laughs> is the Johnny Walker Red Label. Uh, yes, that's a good three, isn't it? Three of the most highly consumed whiskies in the entire world yep. all make our number one our one star review yep. list. And then. The last one, which is also a whiskey that I have got, yeah, no, no real love for, but I was a bit disappointed by as well. The White Oak Tokonoka. Uh, yeah, yeah, you want to like those Japanese ones that are a bit obscure, yeah, I don't you? But um, it wasn't any good, what, was it? What's the other one that should be on that list, but we haven't actually reviewed because it's too bad? Because it's too bad. Oh, freaking Black Douglas. Black Douglas. If there was such a thing as a zero star, we've just found it. Yeah, I was watching a TV show the other day, and there was a guy on there who was an alcoholic and yeah, drinking himself down and out of this world. Mm. But his one of his uh, tipples of choice was the Black Douglas. Cautionary tale there, ladies and gentlemen. And I was like, oh, you poor bastard! At least, at least, if you're going to drink yourself to death, you could sort of pick something a bit better than the Black Douglas. Yeah. Ah, uh, well, there you go. So we'll be doing some um, yeah, star ratings out of. Five, but as you've probably learned from listening to us waffle today, they'll either be a three or a four, unless it's bad, which we haven't really done too much of on this podcast, have we? No. Expect lots of three-star reviews, people. Yep. Shall we uh, Shall we get on with a review then, Ted? We should. Let's do a review. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> the Whiskey. What is drowned can never die. Is that the right quote? Yes. We do not sow is also a correct quote. Yes. Uh, Avid listeners may know that we are vague fans of the Games of Throners. 
Uh, we were, we've, we, you know, yeah, burnt well, those bridges after the last Every, season. Everyone is. I, like, ta- I take it back. I take it back. I, I didn't didn't hate the last series. I didn't hate the last series either. But um, you know, but um, we're going to be in the very m- small minority if we um, go about the last saying episode that we liked does it. not make me froth at the mouth. I agree that there's some issues. Does it with make it? you froth anywhere else? Mm, that <laughs> guinea pig in South America did. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, so like. Game of Thrones is over now. Everyone's forgotten about it, except that everyone's now frothing at the mouth about these potential prequels, which keep changing their mind. They keep getting cancelled, and yeah, and then they're changing to something else. Ryan we think there Johnson's might be Targaryens um, involved, the, but then who knows? But you know, Benedolf and Weiss have gone off to do Star Wars, but they haven't. No, and- but they haven't because they like got. Uh, anyway, anyway, what's this got to do with whiskey? Exactly. Well, we have previously talked about. The Game of Thrones limited edition series. And we had sort of some opinions about that. But the thing that we didn't have mm. was a bottle to hand. Well, true. Um, had they been released at that point? Yeah, 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 yeah. They had. I think we just hadn't seen any. But mm. going back to the quotes that we gave at the start of this little chat. Yeah. I have here in my hot little hand. They are pretty hot, those hands. They are very I'd say hot. they're your, your most attractive quality. Nice. Apart from your face. Well, well thank, thank you, sir. That's that's very kind of you. And your thighs. I have I have here <laughs> the House Greyjoy edition of the Game of Thrones series. Oh, is it any good? I don't know. It's never been opened before. Ooh. I mean, no, nobody's ever opened a bottle of this before. I am the only person in the world to possess a bottle of this. You're the obviously. only person to have opened this bottle. Yes, <laughs> I am. So, House Greyjoy. What what do we know about House Greyjoy? Um, they're all bastards. They are all bastards. Not literally. That's Jon Snow. Yeah. Um, no, where, where they, do they, they don't get out much. Where do they live? The inbred capital of the world, the Iron Islands. Yeah, so it's an island. So what would make an appropriate choice for a uh, Greyjoy whiskey? Tasmanian. <laughs> no, no, no. Convicts. Oh, uh, yeah. Gosh, no. I don't want to think about that. Um, I'm going to go with the Isle of Skye. Indeed. This is a bottle of Talisker Origin. Well, it says Select Reserve, so it's it's a Nazi thing. Yeah, as, as thing. all these are. Like- Tal- Talisker Nazis have let me down in the past, but this one's got grey oil. And that's, so. that's something that I wanted to talk about with this, mm. that we ha- have discussed that we have had mixed experiences with Talisker Nazis. Mm. Yeah, name me a Talisker Naz that's not better than a 10-year-old. Send it to us via Carrier Pigeon. Or even an Instagram comment. Yeah. So this this is a Talisker Select Reserve. I don't know if it actually says anything particularly about... The packaging about, is uh, beautiful. The packaging is good. It's got a big squid or giant giant squid on the front even. Mm. Yeah, that's, um, that's bigger than a big squid. It doesn't really say much about the whiskey itself. It's just... it's That's not important. It's a Talisker. Well, it's from the Isle of Skye. It's uh, peated. We assume so. Yeah, well, I suppose we're about to find out. I bet it... So... This Greyjoy Talisker is making me do that thing that I do with Taliskers, which when I sniff them, it makes me go... Oh, you found the peat. Yeah. I get this urge to breathe in really deeply. It's nice. It's it's not the most... Spe- like, I don't think it's a 57 degrees north. Is that what it is? 57 degrees north? Seven or six. I can't figure it out. One of those? I think it's 57. 56? Yeah. You have to go searching for the peat, don't you? It's in there. It's not... It's biscuity. Uh, I'm going to go with it's peat-scented soap. 
<laughs> yep, it could well be. No, sorry, I take it back. Sorry, that's much too Ooh, harsh. No, this, it's on the mouth. This is a peat-scented candle. Yes, out, out, brief candle. It's definitely on the mouth. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely Talisker on the mouth. Mm. It's salty. Yep. It's a sea dog. Yeah, it is. A, it's a salty sea dog. Mm. I, I I look at I look at this like Theon looked at Yara when he first came back to the Iron <laughs> Islands. I'm gonna go with something far more obscure. This is Victarion Greyjoy. Okay, the, give the it- brother who went uh, west and never returned. Well, no, that was that Euron was Euron. Victorian, and he did return. No, Victorian was killed by one of the. Victorian wasn't even in the TV series. No, he, he wasn't was a major character in the books. I know he wasn't in the TV series. He was the mm. other brother who sort of. Yeah, he was the other brother. Um, and he was he'd been around. He'd helped Euron. He'd you know sort of he had been basically your typical Greyjoy Reaver. Mm. He would, you know, he'd pop along the coast. He'd do a bit of raiding, a bit, bit of raping, raping and pillaging. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Um, then pop home for a few more salt wives. This is Victorian Greyjoy whiskey. You know, there's nothing breaking the mold about him, but he's what Greyjoys have done for centuries. Yeah. Look, I think at the end of the day, if we you can don't say like this it, is, then you just don't like it. We can say this is a solid Talisker Naz. Mm. Nothing too special. I mean, that, that's partly why I got this bottle because it was, I think it was sub 100 bucks Australian and I thought well why not I think it's better than the Talisker Sky I think it is too I think it's better than the Talisker Storm Mm. but maybe not quite as good as the Dark Storm not as good as the Dark Storm Mm. but that's where I'm sitting at the moment Mm. it's 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 actually quite enjoyable I'd say this is a three-star whiskey yeah I think it is too I don't think it is like a tapestry of flavours because, as the House Greyjoy quote goes, mm. we do not sow. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Love it. Um, but, yes. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. Uh, the Game of Thrones editions can be found at various prices around the place, ranging from your Johnny Walker White Walker, which is the cheapy one to... I don't know. what. So have, I've got you, mo- have you had the White Walker 10? No. Have you? You have. I actually didn't mind it. Yeah. Okay. So here's here's the listing on the back of the thing. Yep. We've got House Targaryen is Cardu. Meh. House Stark is Dalwini. Mm-hmm. Yeah. House Lannister is the most out of whack one. They've House Lannister is Lagavulin for some <laughs> reason. Why? Why? <laughs> House Sorry, Tully is the one. Singleton. House Tully is the Singleton. Singleton Probably- of. Glenn Tullyton, no, it's yeah, not that. some it's, they the changes all the middle time. Middle of nowhere. Uh, House Tyrell is Tyrell, Tyrell, Tyrell. Tyrell Ty- wasn't on when we did our previous episode. It didn't exist. Mm. It's a new well, one. That's Clanellish. Yeah. House Baratheon is Roll Lochnagar. Yep. House Greyjoy, as we know, is Talisker, and the Night's Watch is Oban. Mm. So they range in various prices. I think the highest Tyrell one is the posho expensive one. Yep. Um, but yes, anyway, they've got pretty bottles. And, and you, can, you can buy the whole set if yes. you want to pay more than a grand. Yeah, it's about a, th- over, a bit over $1,000 Australian. But if you're in the more the collecting market rather than the drinking market and just want to get them, mm. try to find the best price and yep. get them. Like, yeah. But yeah, anyway, there you go. We need a splash symbol at the end just there. Dracarys. 
No. Dracarys. There's not enough peat for that. Yeah, no. It, you just you just breathe on them with whiskey breath mm. and they <laughs> shrivel. True. <laughs> yeah. All their partners have been there. Shall I, I, shall I close my eye? You, sh- you should. Which one, left or right? Both. Okay, here both. we go. Close, close both. Done. Oh, hang on, hang on. Have you got it out yet? No. Okay, have you got the whiskey out yet? <laughs> <laughs> Can I open my eyes? Yes. Okay, cool. Oh, Ted. Um, he's pleased to see me. Mystery whiskey. So we're playing mystery whiskey and Ted is a cheater. <laughs> I, I, I can't help it if I can't change my spots. <laughs> Yeah, no, Ted is, may have heard the rattle of a screw top going I, on here. I picked a screw cap in there somewhere, yeah. so that was interesting. Yeah, anyway, you can open your eyes, Ted. It's in Ooh, your, okay. It's in, your, it's in your glass. Where's my glass? There's uh, my glass. Yep. Hold on. I must There's a microphone in the way. Ooh. Right then, over to you, future Nick. is Nick from the future. I don't know. If I'm from the future, why do I sound like I'm a ghost? The ghost of Christmas future? Yeah, maybe that's it. So, um, yeah, no, um, the whiskey that Ted is about to try and fail to identify is one of our podcast favorites. It's the newest release from Korowa, a wine cask release. Good luck failing to work this one out, Ted. Right then, Ted, what do you think's in your glass? Uh, rum. Rum, yeah. Well, it could be from the It could the be look. from the colour. Yeah, it is quite okay, dark. So, so. What, I, what I am seeing in my glass here is a uh, quite a dark spirit. It's sort mm-hmm. of got a fairly orangey tint to it. It's been uh, hitting up the um, fake tan. Yeah, well, so assuming there's no caramel colouring, you can probably guess a cast type or two. Yes. Um, it has been possibly in a sherry or a port, or like a variation of one of those things. Well, there's only one way to find out. Okay, better have now, a smell. My glass has Hellier's uh, is a Hellier's Road Glen Can. Yeah, I don't know whether this is um this is uh trying to trick me. Like may- maybe it really is a Hellier's Road. And- Double bluff. Hmm. <laughs> I think Ted is discovering it is not a Hellier's Road. Or is that what you want me to think? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. If you're willing to guess Hellier's Road, then I'm, I'm prepared to tell you how wrong you are. <laughs> yeah. Mmm. That's that's interesting. It's quite quite a sort of fruity, juicy kind of yeah. nose to it. Um. All right. All right. Uh, this this is telling me nothing. Um, yeah. It's a whiskey that you've never had before. Of course, is the rules of the game. But right. that doesn't mean you haven't had something else from this distillery before. Mmm. Yes. It's quite it's quite fruity and juicy, and um, I like it. Mmm. I hope I hope that's what you want me to say. <laughs> um, right. Okay. At the moment, I'm like I'm edging towards maybe a wine barrel cask or a, like a port cask, maybe less sherry. Mm-hmm. So, um, all right. I'm gonna go for a little sip. Yeah, go for it. Just everyone sit still and watch while I do this. <laughs> yeah, the wonderful drinking medium of audio. But I can I can assure you, listeners, Ted is indeed sipping. Actually. It's interesting. My wife was complaining about this the other day that uh, because I'm a bit of a whiskey wanker, after I <laughs> have proclaimed, self proclaimed, after I have a bit of a drink, I'll tend to sort of chew a bit because yeah. that's what we've sort of taught ourselves to do and been taught to do. Oh, like, and that's even better on the um, <laughs> audio medium. Mm. You guys and your headphones out there. <laughs> Sorry. Um. So I'm guessing something in like the range of sort of 
46 to 50 percentish yeah uh yeah yes yes i think so hmm. i think it's about but, 40, look, i think it's 46 just, just grab the bottle and check yeah yeah i, I almost did <laughs> you cheeky monkey i almost i almost tricked you yeah. um mm. well that's very interesting it's it's not like it's not like a massive punch in the face on the uh mouth it, no nope. it's quite sort of smooth and yeah chocolatey yeah i get chocolate mm-hmm. a bit of christmas cakey sort of stuff yep maybe uh, it is a sherry i don't I well don't. i mean i get i get christmas cakey stuff too i get the chocolate mm. but i think this is drier than i expected on the nose it's got this yes. sort of drier not so much tanniny but it's it's hinting mm. at it mm. it's enjoyable but it's not as easy drinking as the nose suggests bit of orange yep in there yeah well yeah, more, more sort of Terry's chocolate orange, yep. um, rather than like orange peel. Reference for all our UK listeners. Um, mm. Would you like to guess a country? Yes. Is it from the motherland? Nay. Yeah, I didn't think it was. Um, I thought I'd just get that one out of the way, though. Yep. Narrows it down. Oh, is it from? Is it like across the pond from the motherland, though? No, no, no it's not. Hmm. No, it doesn't have that rubberiness to it. Nah. To be Irish, it's okay. It's not bourbon. Nope. Uh, it's, it's not, not Hellish Road, as we discussed. <laughs> it's not Canadian. No. Um, is it Australian? Yes. Yeah. Is it the one that had a screw cap to it? Yes. Ooh. Okay. So it's something that I've had before. Yes. Um, not this particular one. Not this particular one. So it's something that uses a screw cap. <laughs> Don't go on the screw cap. You're cheating the system. I'm not cheating the system, sort of. Drink the bloody whiskey. Drink the bloody whiskey. Okay. <laughs> it's not bourbon esque thing so I don't think it's from Western Australia no no you're right it's not from Western Australia mm. you said a tasting note before which we've used quite considerably uh, to sour describe plums. this whiskey yeah yeah uh, you didn't say that but um, um gosh I- I'm noticing sour plums in there orange no 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 what sort of casking do you think it is because you actually oh, wine. I think it's a wine cask it is a wine cask I, very I good thought, it I is a wine from, cask I thought from the very start yep. that was my first one that I picked that it was a wine cask yep. not the first one you said yeah so yeah, <laughs> yes it was not when you were observing the colour, but yes. Oh, no, rum. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no. It is a wine cask. We haven't had wine cask from this distillery before. Haven't had wine cask from But this. we have had a port cask. Right. That's that's interesting. Is it mainland? Yes, it is. Right. Is it from Victoria? Not quite. Not quite from Victoria. Is it from South Australia? Nope. Mm. So that that's, uh, puts us up to New South Wales. Then. Yes. Yeah. Oh, is it Blackgate? Nope. Okay. <laughs> now, now I keep thinking he's got it. Um, doesn't taste like another Corowa. Is it another Corowa? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> it's Corowa. I think it tastes so much like Corowa, but then again, I knew what it was. Yeah. You said fruitcake. I did say you fruit said cake. fruitcake. I said fruitcake. I'm I'm obviously woeful at this game. <laughs> it's Corowa. This yeah. is a new Corowa that's just come out. It's it's I think it's it an entry level Corowa. It tastes less crazily fruitcakey than the other. Oh yeah, it's not the podcast one. So this what is, is this one then? It's a new Corowa. You know, yeah. this is on Dan's. I found it just the other day. Yeah, right. You know how much it cost? Sub a hundred. Yes. Really? Just. Just ninety nine. Ninety nine dollars ninety nine cents. But it is sub a hundred. That's amazing. I know. It's Corowa wine cask, and this is my favorite. Well, 
Okay, the fact that it's delicious whiskey is my favourite part. But my second favourite part is the artwork on the side. They have each of the four members of the team there in cartoon form. Oh, nice. They have uh, old Drusy here, friend yeah, of the podcast. Drusy. Drusy's love, love friend of the podcast. Of I'm sorry, Drusy, that I took so long to get this. Um, but yeah, <laughs> maybe my taste on Cora is skewed by the uh, Bosque Verde. Mm. Well, the Bosque Verde is at another level, isn't mm. it? The dreaded distiller. There he is. And, um, and company as well. We've got uh, the head brewer, the fuzz. And the uh, head of production, Muscles. Nice. Solid names. Mm. Look, I, yeah, that's that's great, actually. I really like that. So what, what percentage is it? Um, it is sitting at a delicious 46%. I said it was between 46 and 50. Got to get something, right? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's a new Karawa. And um, there you go. And it's I think it's been aimed as their entry level. Quicker, but- yeah, I think there's a lot of Karawa in it, but it's drier. Mm. Yeah, it is dry. Now that you say it, mm. How, this is always the way, though, isn't it? Yeah, look, that that's good. And for under a hundred bucks mm. for an Australian whiskey, it's and what sold in the whiskey? Section. What sort of wine cask has it been in? Does it say? It does not say no. Mm. Um, but I'm guessing it's a. Well, that is good stuff. We can like guess the where they Shiraz or something. And this, I think, this is a safer option mm. for people. Um, who aren't quite sort of uh, fruitcake lovers enough to deal yeah, with the Bosque Verde. That's it. That's it. It's um, it's probably yeah, it's a little bit more accessible for all. Although the Bosque Verde is probably, I think this is one where they've they've probably ironed out some of the kinks, which give the other ones that we've had some interest, but also make them more challenging whiskies to drink. But they've made one that yeah is really good for mm. just a general drinking whiskey that would well, appeal to a lot of people. How many Australian whiskeys are sub 100? Bugger all. Exactly. So, tell I you what. how they've done this. Coro- Coroa aren't a good thing. And you know how they've done it. It's a 500 mil bottle. 500 or 700? 500. 500. Mm. Yeah. That's still like... But, I mean, that's not unusual, is it? Yeah. It's good value. It's still mm. good value. But most like most Australian 500 mil bottles are yeah, very much true. plus 100. You know, sub 200 is good. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what so, I'm saying. Like, they're doing some good things up at Karawa. Drusy, we're on our way. I should, I should have three put years. my think, thinking cap on harder on this one. I, nah, feel, no, I feel like good. I've let the team down a bit. No, nah, it's good to, uh, good, to keep you, good to stump you once in a while, Ted. Mm. So that's a mystery whiskey. It's almost smoother, which is a bad thing. Yeah. And I don't know if, I'm, I don't know if that's in any way... You, you want it a bit that. rougher and dirtier? I think I do. I want a bad boy. Whiskey. Would you rather... All right, tonight on Whiskey Would You Rather. Ooh, Whiskey Would You Rather. Nick is facing up against me. Yeah. Who is Ted. Lay it on me, Ted. Lay it on me. All right, Nick. Yes. This is going to be an interesting one. Oh, no. At at first glance, they may seem unmatched. Like, the balance is a bit out. I haven't sort of thought this through. But then I think there is a compelling case for both whiskeys. Hmm. Okay. Yes. So... Would you rather okay. a glass of Johnny Walker Blue label? Okay. Or Glen Murray 12-year-old? Okay, okay. I see I see where we're going with this. Um, for a long time, um, as people who have never tried Johnny Walker Blue label, we held it on a pretty high pedestal because, you know, that's what everyone dreams about, right? That is That is as good as it gets, right? And then we tried it, and then we like, okay what's all the fuss about? Sure, it, it is well-balanced. I've got to give it that. Like, it is doing it's doing blended whiskey right. And then you think about the price. 
you think about how much it's going to cost you for a bottle and gosh, how much is it going to cost you for a shot in a bar? I think it's like 200 and something, 300 and something a bottle. Yeah, that's, that's for a bottle. You know, yeah. you're going to pay $50, $60 yeah. in, in a bar. Um, and then you go to then you go to a bar and buy a, a, a Nippa Glamourangy 12 and you, you pay 8 bucks, 10 bucks, 12 bucks, whatever. So value versus flavor. I'm I'm gonna I am gonna say despite my my shortcomings, the Johnny Walker Blue Label does taste better than the Glen Murray Twelve. Glen Murray have got some pretty impressive older ones hidden away there, but the Twelve still can't hold up to the Blue Label. So, am I paying for these, Ted? Um, I mean, I can pour you a hypothetical <laughs> dram of them and charge you for them if you would like. Yeah, well, in that case, the answer is simple. If I'm paying for it, just give me Glen Murray because I will enjoy it and I won't break the bank. If I'm not paying for it, if someone else is paying for it, yeah, give me the blue label because I'm not going to pay for it myself. Give me the blue label if someone else is shouting. Good stuff. All right, should we do some... uh, Outros. Outros? Yep. Goodbye. 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 Well, Nick, we have come to the end again. It's very disappointing, actually. Well, yeah, we generally do start at the beginning and finish at the end. We're very, um, we're very... Linear? We're very linear. Yes. Very good. Look at you, you using maths <laughs> words. Gosh. Um, again, I keep you around for your vocabulary. Yep. Not my maths. <laughs> Definitely not my maths. No, no, not your maths, but your vocabulary is spot on. Good job, Teddy boy. Um, so we finished at the end. We talked about many interesting things. We did. We did. He's, he's keeping it very general at this stage so we can insert whatever we liked into that previous episode, but I'm sure it was good. Yeah. It was a great episode. I, we talked about that thing and the other stuff and it was Ted, Ted, you're giving away all our secrets. Oh, sorry. Well, anyway, it was fun. Anyway, thank you for listening. You're great. Um, you are great. Um, get in touch personally because we love hearing from all those listeners. Like, leave us a uh, comment. Yeah, please don't forget to check out whiskeywaffle.com That's and leave website. us a comment on one of our many, many articles covering all sorts of things, including Scotch whiskies, Irish whiskies, American whiskies, Tasmanian whiskies. Tasmanian whiskies. Is there a New Zealand whiskey on there? I have a New Zealand whiskey. I don't think I've reviewed it yet. No. That's going on the to-do list, Ted. Japanese whiskeys, though. Yeah, but it's been a lot of fun. Um, thank you for listening to us talk about all those things. Yes. Yeah, but until the next time. Thank you. And good night. And keep on waffling. I have to remember that one. Yes. <laughs> Waffle me good. Waffle me real good. Whiskey Waffle recommends you drink whiskey responsibly and only if you're above the legal drinking age in your country. Our lawyers made us say that. Or at least, they would have if we actually had lawyers. You want it a bit rougher and dirtier? I think I do. I want a bad boy.